Welcome to Flow with Flow, a contemporary dance podcast speaking to artists, performers and everybody in between. You can follow me on flow underscore WT underscore flow underscore. You'll find more information there and please message me, get involved, have a chat and I really hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm really good. You can see my dog there, so if there's a bark, it will be okay, her. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. She doesn't she doesn't like to be away from people for too long, so she'll be around. Okay. What's your dog's name? She's called Winnie. Winnie. Hey Winnie. Yeah. They seem like they're really chilling. Yeah, really relaxed. Oh, sports direct mug for the win. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is it tea? It is tea. There's never, like, that is the only right mug to drink tea out of. It's lemon and honey. Okay. A health kick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, feeling Always. quite... Yeah. Yeah, I can't say. I'm usually peppermint tea. I have a peppermint as well. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> sometimes, i be honest, sometimes it's like a normal English tea and sugar. Mm-hmm. But... I try and be a health health queen sometimes. It comes in waves. Like sometimes yes. I'm like, I need the caffeine and sometimes yeah. the caffeine's just, it's not good for me. Sometimes the caffeine, I'm a bit like, you're not giving me what I needed and it's overwhelming. <laughs> and I need some peppermint to feel like I'm like cleansed. Mm-hmm. That makes I'm sense. Grounded. I, I'm grounded. It really does. Ground. You seem quite grounded to be fair. I, I do feel quite grounded. Thank you. We've never spoke before, so we have we have no idea what we're encountering. Nothing. I feel like this every time I join a Zoom, I'm a bit like it's like opening a um like a lucky dip. I could be speaking to any that you could have a hundred times the amount of energy than me. Or be so I never you're know. Th- you're really throwing yourself in it. I know. It's quite intimidating. I like it. It's fun. Something exciting for the Easter holidays. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have been teaching today. I have. Correct. How's that? It's good. Okay. I've been teaching at a secondary, a secondary girls' school. Ooh. Um, I teach at a, a high school called Putney High School, and mm-hmm. I choreograph for their gymnastics team. That's so fun. So, talk to me about your current project. Wow. Project if you're allowed. To... Yeah. Project. <laughs> A good um, uh, project. Uh, there's a couple of different things going on at mm-hmm. once, actually, um, which is really good for me because um, Einstein always says it's good to have like multiple things going on at once, so not many eggs in one basket. Einstein so I try is to the do, guru. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. A, a type of guru. Yeah. Um, what am I working on at the moment? I'm working with a company called Billy Ake. Um, and I'm working as a dancer for them. Um, we're just about to go into a two-week rehearsal period and then a six-day show run or five-day show run. So that's like more of the dancer side. And then with the rest of the year, I'm working with an artist called Hannah's, um, who is a choreographer and a dancer. So I'll be working with him from like September all the way through to December in a really long 
uh, process, which would be amazing. That's quite nice. Uh, have some more more like set timings, not little projects for a bit. Do you know what? I'm not sure because it's, obviously I'm wildly excited and I'm very grateful for this like big long process. But I at the moment I've been in like the freelance every week's different different projects every day, um, teaching, doing music videos, dancing, choreographing, movement directing, um, and because of that, I'm like very much fueled on a lot of adrenaline. So um, that's where the yeah, herbal go, tea comes in. Yeah, very that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps me going. Bring me down. Yeah. So you're you've worked on a hundred different things: gymnastics, music videos, movement direction, all of them. How has like your gymnastics past turned into this? Because they're quite different from like an outside perspective. How did that? <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, it's a really good question because um, uh, when I retrained as a contemporary dancer at, at LCDS, like teachers would comment on the fact that they could still feel that I was a gymnast in the room. They could feel the kind of the uprightness, the like alertness to the teacher, kind of like a people pleasing attitude. And I was so always trying to get rid of that, like really leave it behind me, become this like contemporary dancer thing that everyone else was doing. Um, and I, I think being a gymnast has really helped me with discipline and structure and having that for myself. And I think it's enabled me to be able to start to make an infrastructure as a freelancer, which maybe it's not just from being a gymnast but being a gymnast definitely gave me a lot of routine and rigidity and uh drive at that time in my life um and i don't know yeah i just have a lot of energy like i i have a lot of energy like i used to train six days a week um at a wildly intense level and we would have like one or two weeks off a year so my norm is 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 just working constantly and I'm trying to find a balance and work out how to have holidays but yeah um I, I enjoy working and experimenting and playing and yeah being in it so do I I find holidays can be really difficult and as soon as I have a holiday I crash and I'm like should this just carried on <laughs> yeah just gone on forever forever and ever that's not healthy though apparently no, I, I'm definitely trying to learn how to have holidays. Um, and it's a, it's a skill in itself. It's it definitely is. such a skill. And I have ADHD and I can tell you it's a harder skill than learning to dance. <laughs> learning to stop. <laughs> it's impossible. So um, you trained as a gymnast, did that, and then retrained at London. And then what was the process leaving training? Did you go to a apprenticeship, straight into freelance? Um, so I graduated last July, so I haven't actually mm -hmm. had the, how, yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's been a bit of a weird path for me mm -hmm. because I, um, I actually, when I left, when I retired as a gymnast, I went into kind of commercial work. So I got in touch with Box Artist Management and they kind of were like, 
you've got to make a show reel, you've got to get in touch with these people, come to these auditions. So I was kind of in that scene. And I had then decided that I actually wanted to kind of understand what contemporary dance was, get a bit more of the background, get some more basic training. So I went to university. So I'd already started making connections and working outside while I was at uni. So the progression was quite smooth, but I was, I'd applied to do the young associate program at Sadler's and I've got through to the final 10. So I had something to work towards immediately after. Um, and I was working with a choreographer called Olive Hardy, who was actually a choreographer for the young associate program last time. So yeah, I was fortunate to have these little things that, that led me out of um, uni. Uh, but when I didn't get the Young Associate Programme, don't get me wrong, I was trying to be all like, it's fine, like, whatever. But I think I was really high <laughs> for a good two months, like, trying to play it cool. But I have really had my my heart set on it, and that's okay. It's so good feel to accept that, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, these things, they do, end, they do break your heart a little bit. But... Yeah, and that was definitely a time where I was putting all my eggs in one basket, and I was like... I'm, yeah. I'm going in guns blazing and it it wasn't for me and that's fine mm -hmm. um yeah no go on do you think you're gonna <laughs> do you think you're gonna reapply no I think um they had their chance they had their chance you know and like they and they missed it they, they missed it and that's on them honestly <laughs> they've missed out I don't they should be regretting it <laughs> mate potentially no they've got a great they've got They've got a cast, they've got four they great choreographers, or oh, there's more than four because one of them's a trio. Um, yeah, tough boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I spoke to them a few weeks ago. They're amazing. Cool. Yeah, great. I, I'm excited for everyone who's who's had, who's got the chance to do it. So talk to me about box art, commercial work. It's not a world I'm hugely in. It seems quite like to me do you know what I mean what is this I always do actions like people can yeah <laughs> like people can see me this is a podcast though like it always seems quite out of reach like that sort of world for me I don't really know why just that's kind of how it feels mm. um what does it feel like for me uh, that's a good question mm, talk to me <laughs> to me um yeah it's a really weird world um for me, it feels like you get more no's and you get yeses. So um, it's like a lot of self-tapes, a lot of going to castings. Um, you really, it, yeah, it's something that you have to constantly put yourself out for. And like even this week, for example, like I was put up for a job going to Barcelona and then like another job on Sunday. And they told me yesterday that I wouldn't be going or I didn't get the job, which would have been leaving today, for example. It's it's very like you're living life on the edge all the time. Wow. Um, that Like leaving, you found out today that you weren't leaving today. So I found out last night that I wasn't leaving today. Wow. So I could have either been going to Barcelona for a whole week um, and I would have only known last night, basically. Oh my gosh, you're really living life on the edge. The, Just taking the world as it comes. Li literally. And th those weeks are the more challenging weeks because you do, you you mm. you don't know what the week's going to look like and you've potentially got things yeah. planned and then you're going to have to rejig it kind of immediately. Um, and also if you have to like 
work like oh I need to teach this class I'm going to Barcelona now you know you have to sort of cancel things last minute yeah 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 and hope worth it though to be honest to go to Barcelona yeah well it might be worth and it. hopefully I don't know who's going to be listening to this but I actually have an audition like I'm hosting an audition on Friday and, and if I had got this job I would have potentially have to postponed it um but sometimes it's always just like weighing out your options like what is the best next step for you um mm -hmm. what's your audition for so I'm hosting an audition for I'm looking for dancers for my own company um it's not for one specific piece or job but basically in terms of the commercial sector um because the jobs are so quick you can be asked to choreograph something and the job is next week you don't have time for an audition and they're looking for a specific type of cast and, and for me I would like to hire people who I know who I'm um I'm aware of we've been in the space before together because a commercial can be really fast-paced and to be in that setting it can be just quite difficult for a dancer and for a choreographer so I think if you already have a relationship going it's then just a safer environment for both of you um so yeah, that's why I'm looking for for dancers who I can build relationships with on the long term. And what do you sort of look for in that, like, um, sort of just past getting along? Like, is there a certain type of movement you're interested in, or someone that's trained in a certain way that you're interested in? That's a great question because I th I think I'm still figuring it out for myself because mm -hmm. coming from a gymnastics background, I have like very specific tendencies which I used to be really drawn to um, and now I think it's more about performance it's more about the quality um, and the engagement a person brings in the room um, yeah it's not specifically a performance quality but if you're going into a commercial it has to be someone who's very confident and is willing to take up space and that's not every dancer um, and that's okay like it doesn't have to be every dancer but in these settings, you, it can be really vulnerable being in front of a camera, being asked to wear specific things. Um, so it has to be someone who's quite sure of themselves and is willing to also communicate with me about what they feel comfortable with. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a slight difference there between the contemporary and commercial. Because in contemporary, it's often a bit more... We had a mock audition and we had someone come in and they were giving advice at the end. And one of their pieces of advice was like, never be the person that's hogging the front. Um, and then there's other people that are like, always make sure you're at the front and visible. And I guess also there's a difference between being pushy and being confident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think confidence is, yeah, it's not, sometimes people who actually it's not even just a people it, it could be a personality type but yeah having to put yourself at the front all the time isn't always a showing of confidence it's like a showing that you need to put yourself there in order to be seen but confidence can look in very in very different ways and sometimes confidence can just be like a style of communication um which for me feels confident because it's like this is how i feel today um this is what's going on and then i can have that conversation but maybe confident does also feel like I can stand in the middle of the room and take her take in, take in everything and do very little. Um, so I think it manifests differently in different people.
I see that. And for like um, within an audition setting, you're looking for people you've usually already worked with, or is it something you're very open to meeting completely new people? So this one is is people I've tried to invite people who I've never met before. Ooh, exciting! There are some people making connections. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Like yeah. I, I feel like I've been around the commercial world and I've seen lots of commercial dancers and there's certain people who are kind of doing that circuit. Um, mm -hmm. And for me, I would love to be able to encourage more contemporary dancers to find their way into that world. Um, because one, it can be great financially. You can meet loads of new people. And I, and I understand how it can feel quite daunting from the outside, especially when you're seeing the same people kind of circulating the commercial world. Like that needs to be mixed up a little bit. And I felt like this is a great opportunity to have more contemporary based dancers come into that sphere. That's so nice to hear, to be honest. I think it is like from an outside perspective, I'm very much haven't done a huge amount of commercial. It's quite like you see these people, they're always doing the work. They, um, yeah, often it's just, it just feels very intimidating. And I don't know really how to get into it. I don't know if it's just me that doesn't really understand that or if it's like a common thing in the contemporary world, like how to get into the commercial scene. If you have any, if you have any top tips. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's like finding an agent. So. Uh, I'm signed with AMCK and Box Artist Management. Um, but like the other day, for example, when I was casting this uh, music video that we shot last week, um, I they were asking for me to go onto the agency to like, they said they have an agency, we have all these dancers, can you have a look at them? And for me, I was like, actually, I want to use dancers that I've met before. Um, dancers that I've met before, people that I'm interested in working in and specifically contemporary dancers. Um, so I think that does take a bit of networking, like who are the choreographers who are potentially doing more commercial work? Can you go to their classes? Can you try and um, have a conversation with them? Can you get in touch with their agents? Um, it is a lot of like being quite uh, forward with maybe emails or messages. And, but again, that's a, that's a confidence. It's, um, and talking about the movement side as well, like going from more contemporary to having a more commercial, like just like there's a different energy, like different performance, you know? Yeah, I've been I've been very fortunate because um, my partner um, has been a contemporary, well, is a contemporary dancer and they've also done a bit of work in the commercial sector. And I think right at the beginning, they were just like, just kind of taking on small tips in terms of like having an awareness of a camera like using your face, connecting to the thing, connecting to the people, it is very different. And when, what I felt from myself coming through dance training was that if I was ever improvising and there was a camera, it was very much like, I'm gonna be doing this for myself. And this is like a, an improvisation for me, which is really beautiful. But I think when you're maybe making a show or for more of a commercial setting, like it's having that awareness that there's a camera there and that you're performing for a spectator or you're performing for something. Um, yeah. What I think I've come to realise or come to think is like, oh yeah, another thing, Instagram can be your best friend, but it's, it's taking yourself away from the potential feelings of like, 
there's like a process and we do something that takes 10 minutes and like it builds and it's something but instagram is like a 30 second max kind of video which you're trying to draw the client in basically it's um and maybe it does feel very superficial and it feels like you're doing something for maybe a wow factor or doing it for this but in terms of the commercial sector they would want to be able to come onto your platform and say okay what does this person do what can we see um and if they come onto a 30 minute improv review like zhuzhing in the corner they're not going to really know what to do with it but if you give them like not your best trick because it's not about tricks but you give something that feels very presenting performative um it doesn't feel like the contemporary world but it it might some it might draw someone in you know yeah i don't know it's i definitely have multiple emotions and feelings towards the platform and the things that you've got to do to get jobs sometimes but there's a system running and it's whether you can uh work within it for your benefit but then also um cultivate some of the like yummy goodness and like holistic practices that contemporary dance usually has play the game a little bit <laughs> yeah there is a there is a game to play for sure yeah and I guess it's knowing what works and doing that within your boundaries and finding your path within it and that's okay and it's and it's not for everyone and that's that's also okay yeah yeah for sure I mean, you've always been in London. Yes, I was born. Do you love it? I do love London. Yeah. I'm try I'm aiming to come to London. There's a huge community here and it's just, yeah, figuring out how to tap into that and knowing that there are always people around. And, but yeah, the big city, if I've obviously grown up here, so for me, it's my norm, but I can it's very fast paced isn't it it's very quick and like and I'm ready for that you know I love I love yes. I love the energy but it's you know getting to know people and getting into dance with other people I guess it's like it feels a bit like infiltrating something but that's okay mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just making I think it's just yeah meeting people making friends but takes a little bit of time it's okay yeah, it does. Yeah. And it's just, no, and it's also, it's just, as you said, it's like, it's knowing how to ask the questions, like knowing the people that are there and then asking like, what's going on? How can I come to it? And I think that that's like the step that will integrate you into loads of different avenues yeah. and different people. So there seems to be lots going on. What I've there, seen. there really, there really is. Like, like a lot. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a hermit. Like I spend a lot of time in my bedroom um like either like making music or like editing or da 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 da, da like mm. planning but there is if you want to go out and see things there's something always going on yeah do you do any like classes either you go to or put on your own things like that like or just favorite spaces for dance mm. yeah so I teach my own improvisation class which is very sporadic it usually just fits around like the rest of my career. Um, and I honestly have not been going to many classes. I have still, <laughs> I get a bit, I still get a bit nervous about classes and auditions. So I go to studio space and like dance with myself quite a lot. Um, and I think that's why I'm, 
I'm leaning more towards choreographing because I have more of a tendency of like doing my own thing most of the time. Um, but auditions and classes are scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they do. It de it depends. Like my it depends where I am in the year. Sometimes I'm feeling so free and so open, and I don't have an, a care or an awareness of like the judgment but I think when I'm I, I'm in a phase where I'm judging myself then a class can just can really knock knock you off for one um so yeah <laughs> yeah it can it's like a make or break I find a class like either I go to a class and I'm like oh I'm feeling myself so much this has cured everything or I go to a class and I just think I'm actually gonna leave crying any second now mm -hmm. yeah I think I'm also, being at university for three years, it's like we're doing class all the time. It's been nice to be able to like take a step away from that and cultivate a routine that is right for me. Yeah. And at the moment, like with choreography, is it mainly just bringing your dancers, your friends into a studio and researching on them? So... I've been trying to pay people recently, which is is not, I don't have much funding. I don't have any funding as of yet. So sometimes it's been like out of pocket, but I was lucky enough to be part of the playground that they do at Rumba Upper Ground. So um, they bring in loads of dancers and I was able to like create a mini work, which you have like pretty much an hour and a half to do. Um, and by doing that, I was able to meet lots of new people um, and actually from that experience, I then used the dancers that came to that in a job that I got recently. So it just kind of fed into the next thing. Um, I've been given some studio space and I paid the dancer to come in. Um, but yeah, I'm actually trying my best not to have dancers in the room for free, just because unless they reach out to me and they say like, hey, I'd love to get in the studio with you, da 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 da, then I'm like, okay. But in terms of my own research, like I'm getting something. So I think the dancer should also be getting something as a, a what do you call it, a transaction. And that's a, such a difficult, a consistent dilemma, paying dancers if you don't have funding. Mm. And like I've spoken to a lot of people about per DMs and other ways of doing it. And if it's ethical to ever have someone in the space for free, if it's not sort of going around it. And I think obviously it's ideal to pay people. And obviously if you can, everyone should be. But equally there's something around if people want to be in the studio and can be without, mm. then it's sort of a difficult balance. Yeah, completely. And when I was, let's say when I was like 21, 22, there were like choreographers who I was just like, I would love to just be in the studio with you and to like, to, to have a play, have a, like, see the way you create. A, a lot of the time it was like understanding how are you creating? What are the tools that you're using? And um, I probably wasn't at a place where I was gonna be in that company, for example, but I still wanted to be in the room with them. So at that point in time, like I was willing to put myself forward and um, use up time for me that felt like uh, it was, I was investing in, in my career. Um, yeah that sort of I think a lot of people are at that stage where it's like and obviously there's there's a certain amount of 
in my case anyway privilege that I know I can do that and be okay because I've got a student loan for instance and things like that and like obviously that doesn't need to be expected of dancers but like it is also okay mm. to want to go for something and not get paid well oh, actually I didn't even mention this as well I'm currently um, one of my closest friends Skila is a choreographer and they are creating work for resolutions and we're all doing that um and none of us are getting paid as of yet we don't and like it's not we don't think we're getting paid the transaction was never that we would get paid but like I love to have this exchange Skillers worked with me before for as a movement director no as a rehearsal director and this is kind of like our transaction so with some people like like us for example we're close friends we, we want to do these transactions we want to help grow each other's careers and and but I feel like we can do that because we have a very close relationship and having just a mutual understanding yeah 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 mm -hmm. and then talk me through you've spoken a little bit about your um like your schedule throughout the day and things like that give it to me is it a five o'clock morning routine? Uh, Darling, it can be. <laughs> I did go through a fa phase where I wanted to be part of the like 5 a.m. club, but it definitely, yeah. it, it faded quite quickly. Uh, I think we all go through the stage. Mm -hmm. Didn't last long for me either. I'll be honest. No. <laughs> no. It, it is great. You're like, wow, I have such a long day. No one's up. It's just for me. Um, it is exciting, but yeah, in terms of getting to bed and getting enough hours, it wasn't practical. Um, but in terms of my my morning, I have quite a specific morning. Usually, I'll get up, uh, have a full glass of water, do my vitamins, brush my teeth, um, and then I'll meditate for 15 minutes, and then I'll journal, and then I'll have my porridge. That's such a that is the it girl routine. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> you could be making TikTok, uh, like TikTok mini vlogs. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I can't actually really move on to the next chapter of my day until I've done that. Um. But yeah. Just going back to the agency thing. What does it look like to have an agent? So what it looks like to have an agent, it's quite broad. It feels <laughs> with it. Oh God, I don't know how to say this. Um, okay, give me a hot moment. Uh, <laughs> how does it feel? What does it look like? Um, with Box, it's a bit more broad. It's like they will send you um, emails that they think like this job would work for you. Um, let me know if you're interested and we'll put you forward. Da, da, da. With AMCK, I actually have more of a specific relationship with, um, so I've got an app and they've got two two agents that talk to me through the app. Um, but yeah, do you know what? it? For me, it doesn't pop off a huge amount all the time. It's very sparse. Like I don't get a huge amount of work through my agents. Not, no shade to them. It's just like, I think it's the climate. I get the majority of my work through Instagram. So I would actually say that I'm my own agent and Instagram is the platform. Um, and But that's only come from 
me being badgered and being told that I need to post more. And since doing that over the past year and a half, like it's really it encouraged my career. And but if you have an agent, they take 20% of your fee just as a heads up. So but then they also are great at bartering for you. So and if you're not if you don't like doing the email thing, if you don't like having to organize your schedule, like an agent can be really amazing for you in organizing all of that for you. It's also hard to find the job sometimes without them. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because I don't know if they post all of it. Like AMCK would never post uh, a casting on their Instagram, but they will send you things directly. And then how did you become part of these agencies? So I reached out to both of them. I just found their emails on the website and I said, hey, my name is Lewis. I need some money. And they... Please take me. <laughs> that you're like, I can't pay my rent. Can you help me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Cost of living, please, please hire. I don't know how, I literally don't know how people do it. Um, like I am pushing it. Like I'm re I feel like I'm doing the most and I'm like just about making the rent. It's, it's one of those cases. So to all of you dancers out there, you're doing amazing. I don't know how you are doing it. No, like, I don't know how people are paying the rent. I just, especially without commercial work, which I feel like is the only work that you can actually get, like, a, maybe I'm wrong, but a reasonable sum of money. Like, a lot of these contemporary jobs are paying peanuts. Peanuts. Um, yeah. And I think most people just have jobs on the side. Mm -hmm. Peanuts. This is correct. Yeah, I think I made a, a a decision when I graduated that I would never get a part time job, and I think that's what really encouraged me to push the Instagram, the emails. It just was like I had made that decision. This is what I'm doing, and I've got to do what I've got to do to to get that. Um, but I'm also I'm lucky. Like I have other streams of work. Like I am. Um, I work, I work as a teacher at a secondary school, so I still think I'm being an artist in that sense. Um, um, but oh, I just had something that I thought was very valid. Ah, yeah, this is what, what has been really useful is like to always think that your craft is expandable and that just because you are a dancer, that doesn't mean you don't have the capacity to, to be a movement director, to be a choreographer, to be a rehearsal director, to uh, just be in the room assisting, like, your capability and your training allows you to be so expansive and to not you're not just one thing like you can be so many things it's just figuring out the ways that you want to expand it tell me a little bit about your movement direction movement direction career oh. you know, i was really lucky with my movement direction because i my first big job was actually um offered to me by a friend so a friend put me forward for it um someone who actually makes my jewelry her name is Nick um and yeah so she put me forward and that kind of just allowed me to start to begin to create a portfolio for myself but basically what you do is you just go in and you assist and you help models or people or dancers to kind of be a second eye for them on a shoot um so you can offer movements or positions and and you're there to just like assist the director 
um that's such a cool little job it is it's actually a really it's a really fun job because you have like a great relationship with the director but you also have a relationship with the models or the dancers um or the actors if you're you're working in film um Mm -hmm. and then how do you find work for that so you got your first one through your friend and then it was through the agency or is it like reaching out just instagram just you're making me think i need to work on my instagram lewis (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm I'm really telling you like the majority of my jobs are through Instagram um it yeah it's like a it's a website basically um and like once people know what you're doing and they see what you're doing then then well they, they can reach out to you um yeah it, it definitely I've been in a really weird place with Instagram for a long time like resisting resisting not wanting to do the thing um, and then I just, at one point I turned the page and I was like, actually, this is, this is how a lot of people get work and get to continue doing the thing that they love. And, um, I want to continue doing the thing that I love. So Instagram's it's difficult. I think it has for me, a certain level of insecurity attached. It can be hard. I think these things just happen when you, do you know, when sometimes you're not quite in alignment and like everything feels like a challenge and then sometimes things just click and in those moments like you can then plant the little seeds of the things that you know that you need to do and I get it it's it's really difficult because there have been periods or months where you feel stuck and like the smallest of tasks can literally feel like not possible and everything online can trigger you and make you want to like dive into a hole um but I think it's just really utilizing those moments where you feel aligned and you feel excited and life is bringing you something. It's like using those moments to like do the thing that you know you need to do. Any big bits of advice um, for people about to graduate? Just, yeah, put yourself out there. Get a great show reel where you can see yourself dancing. Um, and just, I think what would be the best advice is like figure out what you love and figure out what makes you get up in the morning and run with that rather than trying to do things that don't feel right trying to do styles that don't feel right know what you love and run with that because yeah you can only do you Dal. there's a lot of pressure to do all these auditions as soon as you finish and like I know a lot of people that's just not right for them no and it's okay to take a break Thank you very much for joining me today, Lewis. What a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. No, thank you. Thank you for coming. And I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. See you later. Yeah, you too. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you had a really good time. I'll see you next Tuesday. And again, you can check out more on the Instagram. Flow underscore WT underscore flow underscore. And until then, goodbye.